and welcome to Life in Luca with Andrea. My guests this week are Eileen and Gary Modica. In 2010, they left Phoenix, Arizona for a holiday in Italy. And this was not only the start of a love affair with Italy, but also the start of many amazing adventures. I interviewed Eileen and Gary in September 2021 and they revealed that they had travelled to 86 Italian towns and cities before choosing Luca as their forever home. They have documented their travels and adventures and are award-winning bloggers and co-authors of the books Our Italian Journey and When Your Heart Finds Its Home. This is a really engaging, open and honest interview in which Eileen and Gary discuss the highs and lows of setting up home in a new country, along with their experience of seeking dual citizenship through Gary's Italian ancestry. Enjoy the show. So, Gary and Eileen, ciao and welcome to Life in Luca with Andrea. It's the first time I've interviewed the joint people and this is going to be really interesting. And when I was looking through the sample questions as I sent you both, I thought I don't really want to start off with them as I normally do, because you're actually, um, you, you, you've just written a book, you've got an award-winning successful blog. So I think we'll start with that. So you've got, tell, tell me about the blog, tell me what it's called for the listeners and tell me how it started and oh that's her baby <laughs> okay um i think we we started the blog back in 2016 um i wanted a way of documenting our travel we had just started traveling to italy and i wanted a way to document things it has completely morphed and changed over the years because people wanted to know information for their travels. So it began to be posts about places we've been, suggestions, recommendations, things like that, and also about our dual citizenship. So people wanted to, information about that and could we help them with that? And so. We, we do. We help people with their dual citizenship. Yep. If they have questions, um, that's kind of Gary's end of it. <laughs> we, we're a great team. We really uh, work well together, always have. Um, but that's how the blog started. It was really to document our travel, and now it's just changed to so much more. So it's called Our Italian Adventure. Our Italian Journey. journey. Our Italian Journey, sorry. <laughs> Our Italian Journey, yeah. So although this, this, this um, podcast is about Luca, I'm very interested because you've actually started off in other places in Italy and travelled around mm-hmm. Italy before you ended up here, didn't you? Yes. Yes, yes so. we've actually uh, visited 86 <gasps> towns cities. and cities yes. in Italy. Oh, wow. Uh, looking for our... Our perfect little Italian town um, that we wanted to live in. And after we wrote the book, um, and this was our uh, promise to each other, that if we got our dual citizenship, we would leave family and friends for one year and travel throughout Italy. And that's how we started the book. Friends and family kind of encouraged us to write about 
everyday life and, and our mem a travel adventure memoir. Um, and so we did that, but it, it wasn't until this year that we chose our, our home. And Of course, if Eileen were to listen to me in 2017, we would have been here sooner. <laughs> but there's just something about Luca, its charm, uh, that just made me feel like it fit the bill for us. It, 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 it checked every box that we had wanted. Mm. So, And literally, that only happened April of this year. Really? I hadn't realized that myself. Yeah. yeah. So we came in April. We wanted to come back to Italy, uh, even during COVID, to, to help the small businesses, mm. to see what it was truly like to be in Italy and, and feel the pain and the suffering of you know, the citizens of, of we chose Luca to come. Mm, mm. Um, actually, we yeah. were headed to Arezzo uh, originally, but wound up back here in Luca because mm. we've been here a couple of times. And it was April. We were having coffee with friends, Jim and Joanne, and uh, we left, got up from Piazza San Michele, and I looked at Gary and I said, Luca's it. Mm. This is, this is it for me. And again, he said, I could have told you that <laughs> in 2017. But it was, you know, it, it's, it's home. It really is home. It, it's mm. the people are wonderful. Uh, there's plenty of things to do to keep you busy if you want. Mm. We have something that not many other cities in Italy have, and that's the wall. Yes. Le Mura. And there's so much to do on there. There is so much, you know, bicycle, walk, yoga. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's... I had this vision of you stood on your head then. On the yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no you will see that. Uh, it, it's just a very comfortable town. Yeah. It really is. It is. It's one of the most welcoming places I've ever been. I, In Italy. We've, we've been quite a few places. Mm. It, this is in the top, top mm. ten. I'll give it that. Yeah. I was going to say, if you've been to 86 towns and cities and out of or in, in Italy, and out of all of them, you've chosen Luca, that's yeah. a massive recommendation. Yeah. An absolutely massive recommendation. And we have some Italian friends that laugh and say, yes, some Italians have not been to 86 towns. Exactly. <laughs> I bet you know more about Italy than a lot of Italians do. You, you know, the well, between you, the pair of you. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so probably. You, your book has come out of the blog, basically. Um, the, uh, well, yes, but um, the book came about from uh, getting our dual citizenship mm. and coming here for 2000, the end of 2018 to 2000, all of 2019. And um, again, if we just, everybody was so interested in the blog mm. and our posts, you know, every mm. time we have a post, we get numerous comments mm. and texts and emails, and it's heartwarming. It really mm. is. Um, but our friends, Nancy and John Petrolia, um, wrote a book that, and we have become very, very good friends with these two authors. They live in Florida. We haven't met them. We have yet to meet them. Oh. We've... But Zoomed with them, we've <laughs> talked to them, but we have not so how had a face-to-face. -face. So how did you get to know them then if you've not we, met them? We read their book, ah. Not in a Tuscan Villa, and... It was we, about Parma. Parma, Italy. Not in a Tuscan Villa. Not yes. in a Tuscan Villa. And it's, um, it's very similar to 
the way we wrote our Italian journey. And in fact, we have mentioned many a time to them that we borrowed their um, concept or the style. They each took turns writing a chapter and we loved that because nobody wants to read about just my opinion or mm. Gary. So, um, so we, we asked them and, and, and yeah. borrowed mm. that concept, which so many of our readers said they love. Mm. Because they can definitely tell our two styles. Um, but that even shows up in the blog with a post. If Gary writes a post, it's, it's different than how I write it. Mm. But um, I think that's what makes our Italian journey mm. special, is it's both of us. Yes. And, and when, when we spoke to them, we were in Rome. Or just about mm-hmm. heading over to Conversano in Puglia. And they said, you guys should write a book about it. Mm. And we thought it about it, and us. I said, you, you know, she said, you know, that's not a bad idea. Mm. And I said, well, but we're not writers. Neither one of us ever thought we'd write a book, be an author. That was never. Uh, uh, Ask any of my English teachers. <laughs> it's what, sorry? Ask any one of my English teachers. Oh. <laughs> they would be totally surprised that I wrote a book. <laughs> they couldn't get me to read a book. <laughs> so now you've written one. Sometimes we barely speak English correctly. Forget about learning Italian. But it, it really was um, their encouragement. Um, that, that Isn't that wonderful? So they, they, so they passed it on. They, yeah. They, it was something that they passed on to us. So they were in Palmer and now they've gone back to Florida. Yes, yes. They, they were there, again, similar to us. For a year. For a year. Mm-hmm. Um, they originally started in Bologna and then wound up in Parma. But their writing um, encouraged us for mm-hmm. 90 days to go to Parma. Yes. It was because of their book mm-hmm. we went to Parma. So I can see having that experience myself, reading a book and just falling in love yes that um because i still find it odd that people (laughs) enjoy our story so Mm -hmm. much but Mm -hmm. again we we enjoyed their story Mm -hmm. so i I guess it's similar but it's just we got we got off the train in parma and after a day or two of walking around we found the stores they went to, we found the restaurants they went to, mm. and it was like we had inside information about the town exactly. for ninety days. Yeah, and you know, I think that's what really made me or sold me on writing the book. Mm. We can tell people what they told us mm. in in different towns. Yeah, and. I mean, it, it just made it all worthwhile. And you're grateful for them doing that for you, and now you're doing it for other people. Yes. Yeah, and that, that's lovely. So Paying you, it forward, you, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Paying it forward. That's that's wonderful. Um, the bits of, I'm not, I'm not quite sure on. When, when you first mentioned, uh, when you first started out, you mentioned dual citizenship, and you also mentioned about travelling for a year. Now, I know it's gone on way beyond that, because I think it was 2016 when you started. So... When you first started in 2016 on your travels, did you intend to just travel for a year and get dual citizenship? Or was it when you started travelling that you thought, oh, well, it'd be great to have dual, dual citizenship? Actually, in 2015, we went to the LA consulate, the Italian consulate, and we filed the papers we needed to file for citizenship. Um, we were somewhat naive, they, we thought, oh, it's only going to take a few months. 
So we sold our house, we sold the furniture, we sold the cars. Um, we lived with family and friends' apartments, and um, we decided, you know, well, it, it, it's not coming, the citizenship, so let's go to Parma for 90 days. Mm. We went to Parma, you know, as an American citizen, you can come here for 90, then you have to go back for 90. Mm. Then I said, where do you want to go from there? And mm. we went to Bari, Bari for one day, and... I uh, got on a train and went to Florence for the rest of the 90 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we really started traveling back in 2010. Well, that, that, that was our first trip to Italy. And that um, was your typical 11-day yes. whirlwind. Packing, and, packing, you know. But it was on that flight coming home. Well, it was that, 2012, the flight. Okay. I, they all seem to run together, but 2012. Mm. We looked at each other. We didn't want to leave Italy. no. And so that's when the whole idea of could could he get citizenship through um, Juris Sanguius bloodline. So that's uh, that was our quest then. Well, for the listeners, just just um, explain a little bit about. I, I didn't quite catch that name that you said. Juris Sanguius. It's it's citizenship through blood. I had to prove um, that I was related to my grandfather. So I had to get birth records, death records, marriage records, divorce records, um, you name it. I it's had not to an get easy it. process. You uh, have to have a lot of patience. But the biggest thing was my grandfather never naturalized in America. He stayed as a legal alien resident filing. It was either every five or every ten years with the American government. And he... You know, he did it till he died, an Italian citizen. He never became an American citizen. So was he the first one to come from Italy to America? As far as I know, yes. Yeah, and where where was he living in, in Italy? Where was he from? He, he came from a little town in Catania called Licadia e Uber. So that's the Sicily, isn't so it? That's Sicily. And my grandmother lived two or three towns away from there in, in a town called Francofonte. And he came over first. And then her and her husband came over, and somehow her and my grandfather got together after her husband died, and um, you know that, that's that's where I had to stop. Yeah, right. Okay, so that's that's the bit where you were trying to get dual citizenship. So that means that you could, if you've got the dual citizenship, you can live in the USA or you can live in Italy as you want to, or any or any Pashtun uh, country. Oh, so also I didn't know that oh, either. Yeah. So if you've got it, dual citizenship and it's it's a European country, it yes. gives you access. Wow. Yes. Yes. I didn't know that. And it, and also we could stay longer than ninety days. Yes. Uh, there's tax uh, advantages for being a dual citizen. There's, you know, a, a, there's a lot to it. Um, it's it's not easy to get. It's it's no. you know, you can do it two ways. You can do it through blood if if you qualify, and you can try the way like Jim and Joanna doing it, getting their residence visas, and mm. every year they have to go and renew it, and mm. until you know whatever. Um, I chose this way. Mm. I chose the way my grandfather did it because he came over to mm. America with next to nothing in his pockets yes. and just came over to live. Mm. And, you know, I, I figured, well, if he did it, maybe I can do that. Yeah. And that's what we did. And what's, at what time period would it be that your grandfather came from Sicily to, to America? He came over in 1909. 
Wow. And he came on the, the Kopiak, I believe the name of the ship was, Canopic. <laughs> and um, he left out of Naples. I have the, the ship manifest showing wow. his name. It's, it's a beautiful paper. Yeah. Uh, scrolled writing and everything. And we were so thrilled when we got it. Yeah. And when we went to the L.A. consulate... Yep. And Gary showed the woman behind the glass, and she says, it's beautiful. Oh, I love it. I don't want it. You keep it. she didn't need that. Aww. But it, she, oh, sentimental. Yes. yes. It was Mrs. Bujano who we saw. Yeah. And she went, oh, lovely. Yes. No, I don't need it. Oh, isn't that lovely? So, so you've still got that? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We have yeah. a whole binder of all our documents. Wow. I have a one-and-a-half-inch binder. Yeah. And it is packed yeah. with all of the documents yeah. that we had to get. Well, speaking as a professional archivist, to me, that's, oh, you know, yes. it gives me goosebumps thinking about it because... Yeah, yeah. It, it took, and, and the funny thing is, everybody told me I'm going to have trouble getting my, my grandmother and grandfather's documents from Sicily. Yeah. And I got them faster than my own documents in New York. You're joking. Because <laughs> we, li- we live in Phoenix, Arizona. You know, we're both from New York, born yeah. and raised in New York, but uh, we had to get documents uh, from New York while living in Phoenix. Ah, so that's, so, the, that's the difficulty. Yes. Yeah. That's the difficulty. Yes. But, it, you know, it, it was, it was uh, somewhat of a nightmare uh, at times because yeah. you don't hear from them. No. We call, um, it, a, we call it a roller coaster ride. Yes. Yeah? That's how I, uh, you know, it, there was ups and downs and... <laughs> Well, let's put it this way. We put our paperwork in on um, November 8th, 9th, something like that? No, 2nd or 3rd. And we didn't hear from the Italian consulate for two years. Really? And after two years, they told me I need to have a couple of documents amended. And this is what they needed. So now I had to go back to the roller coaster of New York to Phoenix. New York to Phoenix. Every time I got a document, to have the next thing done, I had to send it back to New York. Who sent it back to me? And then I had to get one more thing done to it. And and the funny thing is, one is on this street, one is on that street, and two of them are in the same building. But I couldn't have them transfer the papers. I had to get it, send it, get it, send it. Mm. So it, it, you know, it, it was a nightmare. So it's basically, it's different protocols in different places and you have to try and abide by all them and they have to try and work together to give you the final document that's what you're saying and then so was there a magic ceremony you know with all this (laughs) you know did you get did you get you know sort of like uh like they do in the uk we were on your knee we were like with you know a sword on we we had hoped for that yeah a big sash and let me tell you let me tell you what i got i was in work one day (laughs) and i opened up my email and i saw something from the italian consulate First thing that came to my mind is, oh, now what did I want? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I opened it, and it said, "Congratulations, you are your your citizenship has been approved. Your paperwork is being forwarded to the town of the to the commune of Licadia Aube, and you know, that's it. Two sentences. Two sentences. <laughs> Not, we know, almost missed it. <laughs> and, and 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 it showed of all places, it showed up in my spam. I was going to say. So, I mean, if I just emptied spam, I'd still be sitting somewhere in Arizona wondering <laughs> where the heck my paperwork was. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's, 
a tedious process. It's annoying. It's everything you can think of in mm. between. Um, costly. Costly. But it was well worth it. Well worth it. Well worth it. We think so. Yes, yeah. It's not for everyone. No, it's not no, for everyone. No, but, no. But uh, it was an adventure we wanted to, to pursue. Yes, yeah. But, I mean, nothing like that's ever easy, is it? And you've, no. got, you've got to make the decision no. whether it's worth it, haven't you? Yes. Anything well, worth having is... is yeah, it's, worth, it's worth the fight. It's worth well, the... The best thing is we see all of our friends and what they have to do. Uh, because we were married before 1983, Yes. Um, she didn't... Eileen didn't have to wait a year to file after I got mine, she was allowed to file with me. Once mine was approved, her, her application went into vital records and got immediately approved. Really? The second thing is, because we got our passports in November, um, October or November, um, they changed the ruling on the language qualification in January of 2019. She was grandfathered in under the old rule, so she didn't have to, doesn't have to do I, a language. I don't have to do B1 proficiency, which uh, they give you three years. At, and we want to learn it anyway. Anyway, But yeah. this way I don't have anything hanging over and me. The, the pressure's taken off, isn't Correct. it? Yes. You can do it in your own time, can't you? So, you know, maybe waiting the three years wasn't so bad. No, <laughs> no, no, that's amazing. So, well, I, I, I don't know, have you got children? We yes. do. So will they get the dual citizenship, or is that different? How they that? will have They're to file entitled. in, because they all live in Arizona. Yeah. They'll have to file at the L.A. Consulate, except they go through me. They don't have to file to any paperwork ah, to my grandfather. Yeah. Their, their hook is now me. Yes, yeah, so you've yeah. done all the hard work, all the legwork for them, and if they want to do that, they can do that. Yeah. So do you have two passports now? I do. Oh, wow. That, that maroon-coloured passport is very precious oh, to I us. bet it is. I bet it is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely wonderful. Yes. Yeah. So from, did you say 2010 or 2012 when you started travelling to Italy? 2010 was our yeah. first year we came. Yeah. And we did the Venice, Milan, uh, Florence, Rome thing. Then we, <laughs> then we came back 2012. Yep. Uh, we obviously went back to America and then uh, it was 2016 we came 2017 2017 yep and then 2019 with our citizenship wow wow so that so that was like you said during COVID you decided to you got all your stuff you decided to come we decided to come yeah. well as soon as I found out uh, reading the ministry's papers that Italian citizens can come to Italy. Americans weren't allowed to come. Mm. But if you're an Italian citizen, and I said, well, that's us. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I, you know, you can come for a job, you can come for school, you can come for certain things, but it said citizens are allowed in. Mm. I said, let's try it. Mm. What can they do? Tell us no at the airport? Mm. And we mm. walked right in. Mm. And originally, like I said, we were going to go to Arezzo. Arezzo was kind of number one on my list mm. of our top five towns. Mm. Um, Conversano and Puglia, we had loved very much. Parma, always. If if Florence wasn't so um, big and... 
congested. Overwhelming. Yes. Overwhelming. That's a good word, that congested. We, we love Florence. Mm. Um, and uh, it, so Florence was part... But our apartment that we loved in Arezzo um, was rented out. Oh. So we were like, let's go back to Luca. We loved Luca. Luca was on the list too. Um, I mean, we spent in 2019, we spent November in Luca and it rained. We were here for 24 days. It rained 20 out of the 24 days. <laughs> and we still wanted to come back to yeah. Luca. Yeah. Mm. But we find Luca, because um, we, again, we love Ferenza. We find Luca a, a miniature version of Florence. That's that's how we mm. feel about Luca. Mm. Mm. Um, it's got that charm, even though it's smaller, thank goodness. Um, it's got the Roman history. It's got the Renaissance history. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I mean, it's got, it has art all over the place. Mm. Um, it's just, to me, it was, yeah, it's a miniature Florence mm. without the crowds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, the, and the, we love the location of Luca um, because we love Florence and mm. have friends there. Mm. It's an hour and fifteen minute train ride, mm. and then if we want to go to the water to see the water, Via Reggio's twenty minutes the other way mm. on the train. We only travel by train; mm. um, it's our preferred method of travel. I'm the same, yes, it's much better. Um, and so, and then from Via Reggio, you can go north and south, up and down the coast mm. um, with ease. It's, it's, Luca is just um, very well located mm. for um, a, a wonderful city on a great train line. Yes. Well, on Friday, I'm going to Geneva and I get the train to Via yeah. Reggio, which is what, 20 minutes? Right. Yeah. And I've got a, a gap in between. I think it's an hour and forty-five then to um, to Geneva. Yeah. Oh. So you do can do, it's doable in the day. And, I mean, and you go yeah. right through one of our favourite places, Which Cinque Terre. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Okay, yes. so I mean, it's you know you're on that train line, so you have a beautiful coastline yeah. to look at most mm. of the way. Mm. Yeah, it's. We need it's, to go up there. We have some friends um, in Geneva, yeah. so yeah. we need to go. But. Yeah. Yeah, we rent the, the people whose apartment we rented in Scafati. Uh, they live in, in Genoa, so we have to go see them. Yes. Them and their family. Yeah. yeah. So you, you're living now sort of permanently, yeah. or as permanent as you can get. Mm-hmm. You're living permanently in Luca. Yes. Yeah. So, and you say you're from New York and Phoenix, Arizona. So how does your life there differ in Luca? Um, <laughs> night and day. Um, how much time do we have? <laughs> no, seriously. Um, it's... In Arizona, number one, you need a car. Yes. The mass transportation is horrible. Uh, Without a car, you're stranded. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, you can, where where we live, when we go back, we live with my daughter and her family. Um, You can walk to the grocery store if you want to walk during 115 degree weather. (laughs) You know, I mean, um, 45 45 Celsius. But, you know, but it's a dry heat. Yes. <laughs> Luca is, I mean, when, when you look at the two, Luca is easy to get around. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I can't explain how easy it is mm. until you come and you see for yourself, mm. you know, no car needed. So there's one expense I don't have. Mm. No car insurance needed. There's mm. another, you know, yeah. expense We love riding bicycles. Have. In fact, we were very fortunate in Parma, a bicycle-friendly town also. Uh, because it's flat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was 
That was one of the benefits of Luca over Arezzo. Mm. Is Arezzo is a hill town, yes. and we're not getting any younger. And so bicycles are not really prevalent in yeah. Arezzo, except for maybe down at the bottom of the mm. hill by the mm. train station. Mm. And we love riding our bicycles. We we take them to the grocery store. Mm. Um, we take them on the wall. We yeah. I you mean, know, venture outside of town. I mean, it's. It's almost a daily activity. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody goes everywhere on bicycles, yes. don't yes. They? They, they? They're either chained up somewhere or propped up somewhere or somebody's yeah. going here on the... And the things you see people carrying while cycling. Well, <laughs> not only that, I have not yes. yet mastered being an Italian to talk on my phone and ride my bicycle... On the cobblestones. On the cobblestones and be ready to ring my bell if I need to. Exactly. I, I have not mastered that yet, but I see them all all the time. Well, I had a, I had a friend a few years ago, I was staying in an apartment, I had a friend phone me up and she said, have you got, have you, she called it, she was Italian, have you got an iron? doesn't say iron, it said an iron. So I said, yes, I have got an iron. <laughs> she said, do you need it? I said, no, I don't need it. I don't do any ironing when I'm here. You can borrow it. She said, oh, great, great, great. She had some clients and they thought there was an iron in the apartment okay. and they wanted the iron. And they were, I said, no, I said, take it, take it. You're completely fine. There's one in, one in this apartment. Yeah, I don't need it. So she came on her bike and I thought she just wanted the iron, but she also wanted the ironing board. <laughs> I said, fine, yes, you can have the yeah. ironing board, don't need either of them. She put the iron in the basket on the See. front. She put the ironing board underneath. <laughs> she was on the phone on one ear, uh-huh. and off she went cycling on the cobbles to take to drop off this. I was, I, I took a photograph. Yeah. I just it's, couldn't it, believe it. It's amazing it. what it these amazing. people can do. Yeah. <laughs> I know we see some, somebody, he, he was a pipe. A long, I mean, it was, it was, it went before the bicycle and it yeah. went after the bicycle. He was carrying this long PVC pipe. I was, <laughs> I was just dumbfounded. And, the, and this, they go, they go round people. It's not like oh, they yeah. just go in a straight line. They go round people yeah. and they don't fall off or anything, do they? No. I mean, they have cigarettes hanging out the mouth, phone <laughs> on one ear. You it, know, it's crazy. It, it really is. is. It, yeah. it's, and you don't see that in the states. No, you don't. You don't see people riding the bicycles like that. I mean, it, no. you don't you see, see people walking. No. That, you yeah. know, passeggiata. There's no passeggiata in America. Mm. Not at all. This everybody goes in the cars everywhere, don't they? Yes. But everyday life is entertaining here, isn't it? Uh, it is. It's entertaining. Yes, very much so, and mm. and it's very pleasing. Yeah, we and love. It's very therapeutic. It is. <laughs> we love that everything is really spontaneous. So yes. the other day we were walking down Via Falungo, which is the main shopping street, mm-hmm. in, and two of our friends were having cafe, and so they were like, sit, and, you know, yes, we had plans uh, of what we were going to do, but oh, this was more important, exactly. so we sat for a good hour, <laughs> hour and a half, and... Um, had had some some coffee and uh, had people walk by that knew us and that say knew hello us and, and, and stopped and said hello and uh, it's just it's so casual mm. and just um, it's the cafe culture yeah it really is you yeah. don't have that you in America have, not at all no sit in the piazza there's no piazza really <laughs> you could sit in a park yeah. you know and watch children play or, or obviously we bring our grandchildren or mm. um but you know you're not gonna 
there's nothing to see other than other children playing, you know, but that's... So basically no. what you're saying is because America is so big, everything is on scale, so everything is big, so you wouldn't just pass somebody. So if you were going to meet with a friend, it would be an appointment. Yes. You would Pretty make, much, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Whereas what you love about here is you can just be anywhere, you can bump into somebody yeah. and say, oh, do you want to go for lunch, do you want to go to the beach, yeah. do you want to go to the park, do you want to go on the walls... And yeah. that just happens, and so you manoeuvre your plans around whatever happens. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, a just more relaxing way mm. of life. Um, it's life changing. It really is. Yeah. yeah. You 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 don't you know you don't. This one is a planner. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is planned meticulous. out. <laughs> it's all meticulous. And you can't do that here because, like yeah. you said, yeah. things are going to change. But I've learned to I've let learned go to of that. that. That's interesting too. I have too, learned man. to let go of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you know, like sponta- spontaneity is... Um, has yeah. become a way of life. Yes. Yeah. So you make a broad plan of what of a possibilities. See, see, see <laughs> I, I, I have some goals for a week for the week, yeah. and you know if I can get some most of them done. Uh, um, so if you get two two out of ten done, the rest can be carried forward. <laughs> um, how easy do you think it is to live in Luca? Then you know, sort of shopping wise and. Um, food-wise, and I mean, we've, we've t- spoke a little bit about the transport and the trains, yeah, haven't we? How easy they are, you know? How do you? I, I love shopping here. Um, well, first we... thing, I, I got to get this one in. She's the one that points it out to me all the time. In America, they don't change windows in the malls, <laughs> the clothing stores. Yeah. You know, four times a week. Okay, in 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 Luca. You walk down Via Falungo today, and the store will have one thing showing, and you walk down two days, three days later, and it's the, 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 the display has changed yes. totally. Mm. And I love that, because now I've got something different to see. Yes. But sometimes I like what's in the window, and I don't recognize, I don't remember the store, yeah. <laughs> and then I want to go back to look, and it's gone, so you have to kind of remember, but... I love going grocery shopping, you know, every couple of days to get mm. fresh vegetables. Mm. Um, you know, we in America, what do we do? You go to Costco and buy it by bulk um, and hope it lasts. Well, you go to Fry's and buy it by bulk, but, you know, yeah. go to grocery stores. Yeah. Uh, you, don't, you don't shop the grocery stores every other day, every day, mm. um, because they're usually a few miles away from where you live. So there's where the car comes in. You load up the car with ten bags of groceries, and mm. you know you you put them in the refrigerator or the cabinet when you get home. Mm. And, and yeah, it's, it's 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 a totally different mindset. A totally different. Uh, you, it puts you in a totally different mood. Yeah, and you eat what's seasonal yeah. here. Yes. Um, mm. You know, you I'm I'm thrilled somebody told me they saw figs out and I'm like I haven't seen them yet yeah um, it's exciting isn't yeah, it <laughs> it is because you you eat what is is available now yeah you know what the farmers are growing now yeah. and and that's the healthiest way to eat of course it is and the conversations that you have with people they revolve oh, yes. around that as well don't they yes, yes. so you, you your conversations are different as well and like you say if you're sat in with sat in you know having a, a cafe with somebody and uh, they say, oh, I got some figs. You say, oh, where did you get them from? And then you, mm-hmm. your brain starts and you say, oh, what recipes can we do? What can we yes. do with that? And, and that's how the conversations are, aren't they? So they, they're not sort of just mundane 
conversations or having to make conversations, the genuine conversations, and you swap recipes mm-hmm. and one thing and another, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, as far as stores, there's plenty. Of, there are plenty of stores in Luca. Uh, if you can't find a food store that, that has what you want, mm. then you're not going to find it anywhere. No. Here's a funny, quick little story. So we just um, met uh, a couple that we know from our um, special group, Mio. It's a modern Italian uh, organization. Organization. Okay. Uh, modern Italian, yes, Mio. Um, so we have known this couple for a couple of years. Um, I take language learning with uh, Peggy uh, on Saturdays. So they're here in Narni, is uh, where his family is from. And so we were like, well, we need to meet. We have not yet in America, haven't met in America. You're here in Italy, let's meet. So we met in Grosseto. We met mm. halfway between Narni and Luca. Well, what was so funny is the grocery stores in Narni didn't have peanut butter. Oh. So. And I that's said, a staple in America. <laughs> yes. So I said to Peggy, I said, well, when we meet you on Wednesday, we'll bring you two, two little. And so we went to S.A. Lunga because her stores in Narni didn't have it. S.A. Lunga here yes. has it. So I bought her two little jars of Skippy and she was thrilled. Because oh, wow. she's here for another month before she returns to uh, to America. To America. So, um, so, you know, it's it's enjoyable. And you could swap stores, I suppose, because where uh, I haven't heard of Nani. Where is yes. Nani? It's um, it's in Umbria. It's um, southern Umbria. It's near Trevi and um, in that area. Um, it's in Umbria, yeah. Yeah, it's about well, southern yeah, Umbria. Yeah, southern so, Umbria. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was about a five-hour train ride for either one of us mm. to go. So we were like, okay, we haven't been to Grosseto. No. They hadn't been. I said, let's meet there for lunch. Yeah. And that's what we did last week. That's so, lovely. Um, that's lovely. And, and how, how did that, because Umbria is, is, is much more rural than Tuscany, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So yes. how, are they, are they, in, is, is Nani a city, a city? Or is it a... Um, I could say it's more of a town. A town. But they took the train from Narni to Rome and then Rome up to Grosseto. Yeah. So um, so the train is available to them, but where they live, um, they their friends had to drive them to the train station. Ah, yeah. See, and that's what we love about exactly. Luca. Uh, mm. We can ride our bikes or walk mm. um, uh, to the train. And, it's 15 and it's, minutes to the train. Yeah. Yeah. From where this apartment is, yes. and so yeah, it is. It's yeah, it is. So that brings me on to the language because you you said mm-hmm. about the learning the language. <laughs> it's so, a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Did you speak any Italian beforehand? Well, I was taking lessons with this group, this yes. Mio group. Um, what was that in the USA? It is, and we've been doing it remotely. They're based out of Baltimore, but with us being in Phoenix, you know, yeah. I would Zoom. Yes. Um, you know, Gary and I have done, you know, Coffee Break Italian mm-hmm. and Duolingo mm-hmm. and things like that off and on. Um, but we knew if we were going to stay here, we wanted to get 
immersed it mm. in the language. Mm. So we have enrolled in Luca Italian School, which mm. where this apartment is is right around the it block. Is, it's it's it? very convenient. I've been there myself. They're amazing, yes. the people there, aren't they? Wonderful, Angela wonderful and people. Angela and Yes, yeah, he's yeah. the art teacher is Alaria. We we oh. love her. We're partial to her. Yeah. Um, we actually just signed up for the adult, what's what's the equivalent of adult education classes. Oh, in tell the me evening. about that. I don't know about that. Yes, so it's uh, CPIA, CHIPA, uh, and it's um, adult ed, like we have mm. in, the, in the States, mm. um, for residents, so we are residents. So and they, and they, new, they specifically new, look for new residents. New, new re, um, learning the language. Yeah. So we just signed up with them, so we'll be taking some evening classes too. But um, I find it a little... So I find it a little <laughs> difficult here mm-hmm. in Luca because, as you know, we have a great group um, English Mondays that mm-hmm. we meet, mm-hmm. and it is wonderful to have that connection of, of people mm. here that you can uh, find out things. It's a security bank blanket, really, isn't it? When you think it, it is, much, yes. it Be- is. especially with COVID as oh, well. I'm sure. And what's happened? Yes. I think it, you, you you have English speaking people, and everybody will have experienced something. So that's what's mm-hmm. really good about it. But and as you say, you want to immerse yourself, don't yes. you? And everybody shares, and yes. all that. but. Um, it makes it harder to learn Italian because, because we have so many English friends, friends. that we've made mm. here. Yeah. Um, so what we try and do is uh, throw in a little Italian. So ah. if we know the word, like bicicletta, and we'll say, yeah. are we going to walk or ride our bicicletta? Ah, so we try and throw yeah. in a little bit till, yes, we, yeah. till we learn. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's a quest of ours to... Yeah. To learn it, I had some post-it notes around the apartment <laughs> for a while to to learn, you know, some vocabulary. But uh, but there's no desperate rush and there's no pressure no, on you. And no. if you can do it at your own pace, I sometimes think that you pick it up a little bit better if you feel pressured. Mm-hmm. So if you'd have had to do it for your citizenship, oh, yes. it would have been a lot of pressure, and I think it makes you a little bit nervous, and you don't take it in the same, do you? No, no I, I don't think you learn the same way. No, no. But there's this sort of. Um, English is very well spoken, and I think as long in Luca, isn't it? And I think as long as you make an effort and try, the Italian speaking people will be they're very grateful that you've made an effort, yes. and they'll be very accommodating with you as yes. well, won't they? Yes. Well, yeah. to me, it, it, it's almost like you're fumbling in, in Italian. Yeah. And they decide it's okay for them to fumble in English. Yes. That's and true, actually, all of a yeah. sudden, you're both fumbling, yes. and you wind up having a good time. Yes, you yeah. wind up learning from each yeah. other, and, yeah. and and you know, again, you don't get that in the states, in the United States. No, it's it's a, it's a totally different way of life here, and yeah. one we love. Yeah, you feel younger in yourself, don't you, when you're here? I I do. I I'm quite at home here. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. We sit, you know, because there is so much to do outside, um, we don't watch as much television as we did mm. in the States. Mm. Um, you know, you, you, you find yourself outside doing more. Yes. Okay, yeah. and the, the one thing I don't like to do, read, I'll take a book and go outside on yeah. my terrazzo mm. and read. Mm. Mm. But it, it's, yeah, it's different. It mm. really is. Mm. 
It is. In a good way. Yes, in a good way. In a good way. Because, I mean, they, they, they do, the statistics show that Italian people live longer, don't they? On, you know, on average. Mm-hmm. And it, you can understand why, can't you? Yeah. It's definitely yeah. a slow, slower pace of life, isn't it? And, yeah. and Italian work, I mean, you know, there's quite a few people we hear leave in the morning, and I'm sure that's where they're going. Yes. Um, to work. But it, it's not, um, life isn't about work. It doesn't revolve around work. It revolves around um, food and yeah. the kitchen table and yeah. um, Italians, friends. Italians yeah. don't work, in my estimation, to become millionaires. No, no. In America, everybody is obsessed with becoming Well, that's the first question. When you read somebody socially saying, what do you do? That, yeah. wait, don't they? That's, yeah. that's what they say in America and in England. Yeah. That's the first question. Yeah. That isn't asked, really, is it? No. I mean, it might come up in some conversation at some point, but th- that's not the conversations here, is it? It doesn't. No, it no, doesn't no make but you who you it doesn't are. matter if you've got a lot of money or not very much money. It really doesn't matter, does it? They're more interested in you as a person, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Very, true. very genuine, isn't it? Yes. yes. Very, very genuine. Very much, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, would you say you had a typical day? Because I know we've just spoken about how things change a lot. But do you have a, t- a you know, a, a broad typical day or a typical week? Yeah, I would say um, our church bells wake us up at eight o'clock, <laughs> which so, I love. So, yeah. if we're not up already, we know that it's eight o'clock and time to get up. Mm. Um, I I usually. Um, check our social media. Yeah. Um, that's that's my end of, of this duo team. Um, so I'll, I, I take care of the social media. I'll do the um, advertising budget for the book. So yeah. I go, I check up on that, see where our sales are, see where they're coming from. Yes, yes. Uh, and and then go into the advertising section of it. And yeah. it's just, you know, that's something that you kind of have to do every day. Yes. Um, because it's forever changing on Amazon. I mean, that's just part of mm. the process. Mm. Um, I will also work on the blog usually. Um, there isn't a day that I don't think I do that. Working on a new post. You know, um, and then we'll decide to go out, uh, take a bike ride, take a walk. Um, maybe after dinner, we'll walk over to one of our favorite bars, Vinarkia, and see what they're up to, and you know, have a drink with you know at, at their place. And it, it's it's a lovely young couple, Nicola and Rebecca, that own it, and we become friends with them. Mm. Um, matter of fact, my propane tank for my gas, my mm. my grill. Yeah. Nicola gave to us ah. and let us use it and carry it here. Yeah. Um, it, it's just things like that, 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 you know, it's a world of difference. It's, it, you're welcomed into the community, aren't you? Oh, yeah. 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 You're definitely. welcomed. Yeah. yeah. Definitely welcomed into the community. But I would say uh, always um, on the computer every day um, yeah. doing something. But it's, it's And I'm, I'm, you know, because she's doing that. And I'm no stranger to the kitchen, so mm. I do most of the cooking. Mm. He does. And I love it. I, I get, it's my chance to experiment. Yeah, Ooh, very nice. Well, you've got all the ingredients here to experiment with oh, as well, yes. haven't you? Yes. Yeah. I have a ball doing that. Yeah. So he kind of, is, I really have cooked, I can count on one hand since we've been here since April. Because um, I'll get involved with the blog and, and he knows that 
it takes a lot. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot to it. It, it's, it starts in the morning when I make the coffee. <laughs> so, so he does. He does most of the cooking, so, if not all of the cooking. So that's, that's your Italian heritage coming out then, isn't it? Mm. Well, it could be. Well, see, I, I, I've got two heritages that love to cook. I have Italian and I have Polish. Ah. And my mom's side was Polish. Yeah. And they all love to cook. Yes. And the funny thing is, between my Polish grandmother and grandfather, he was a better cook than she was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely been passed so, down, definitely in the genes. So it's, it's and, and you know, I worked in a butcher yeah. shop as, as a young man. Yeah. Um, the man that owned it went to culinary arts school. Yes. So I learned a lot of cooking yeah. techniques from him. And, yeah. and so it's over the years things I've picked up. And mm. I just always love to cook, though. Yeah. I always love to do something. Yeah. We've always loved to watch cooking shows together. Yes. So, mm. so you like cooking yeah. and you like eating it. I, do. <laughs> I like cooking too. I just yeah. I don't seem to have as much time, time to do it. No. But I my passion is making bread. Oh. I love to make bread. Um, so I uh, that's my thing. Yes. So. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Lovely to eat bread in Italy, isn't it? Oh, With a nice yes. crisp salad. Yes. Oh yes. How lovely. <laughs> How lovely. So. You don't have a typical day as such, but you have a structure and a purpose to your day. That's what you're saying, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, the, and it's easy to change it to accommodate whatever manifests itself in the Absolutely. daytime. Absolutely. If, so, if something else comes up, then gets put off to the side. It's yeah. just, there is nothing that has to be done every no. day. Mm. Nothing. No, that's lovely. Yeah. So if somebody said to you, I'm thinking of moving to Luca, what would your advice be? Hurry up and do it. Ah, I like that one. That's great. We'll meet you at the train station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of a better place to live. Really. No. Yeah. I mean, although let's not bring everyone here. We brought them all Arizona. At one point, uh, I said when we were thinking about where would we go. I, I told Eileen, I said, we're going to put up a map of Italy. We're going to throw a dart wherever it lands. We're going to live. Wow. Because I'm not we afraid. felt we loved, we fell in love with that many cities. Yeah. Each city had its own little unique thing mm. about it. Mm. It's just, it all came together here. Yes. And I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for a better choice. No, no. So do you think, did you find Luca or did Luca find you? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think, you know, we visited Luca, and then Luca put its digs into us. Yeah. It really... It, it, it does, doesn't it? It does. Yes, there's something, it does. just something, isn't there? Yes. There is just something, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a unique town. It really is. Cheetah. Cheetah. It, it's, yeah. it's, you know... Yeah. I've never lived inside a wall before. No, I know. It's and, amazing. And I think that's... Really cool. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Well, originally you wanted to live in the countryside. Well, I, I just did not see myself. If I'm going to be part of a new town, I want to be in the very heart of it. Which I, funny you should say that because I never, I've never seen myself as living in a city. And although Luke, I, I've always wanted, so I, I used to, when I first started coming to this area, because I've travelled extensively around Italy, but when I first started coming to this area, I used to stay in Banya de Luca. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yes, yeah, yes. that's where I used to stay. And I used to come ah. to Luca for the day or, you know, what, whatever. And um, when I went to the Luca Italian School, I decided I would stay in Luca. 
because it would it was just easier. Certainly. Yeah, and that's and when I stayed and I thought, although it is a city and it's got the city vibe, it, it's it's got the community. It's a community as well, and everything's yes. here. So it although it is a city and you get the advantages of a city. It isn't. A, it is a city, but it isn't a city. I don't know how to put it into words because it's a community. Yes. It's a city, but it's a community, and I don't know any other cities. I, I haven't visited any other cities that have a community as they do in Luca. They might be parochial how they are and how they interact, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the, the, I've never experienced this at all anywhere else. And you know, I, I think that's very, very true. Um, mm. I. Arezzo did open its arms to us. Yes. We made some very wonderful friends there mm. in a fruit and vodka store, <laughs> a husband and wife, and, and the restaurant, and, and the restaurant, uh, two restaurants, Reacha, actually, yeah. and um, being there for the Jostra. Um, What's the Jostra? It's a medieval event. It's Jostra Sagrins, the Jost of the Sagrins. Yeah, it's it's the Saracens. Uh, it's it's on horseback. It's medieval costumes. They have it's, to hit the target and the flags. Do they have the flags? They have the flag they throwing. Have, yes, yes, they it's, have. It's, it's a big thing in Italy. Wherever you go, yes. we can see any medieval yes. town the flags. And we uh, <laughs> we did a post on it, but we actually um, got the last two tickets for the event. Uh, it was um, August first. August first. Um, Our landlord agreed to let us stay an extra day. We didn't realize it when we oh. were there, and we were supposed to leave the day before. And oh, you we couldn't miss that, could you know? I, the, our landlord was wonderful, um, and we got to be part of that event and part of the community. So I, I did feel it there a yes. little bit because, yes. um, of course, you wear your colors of your neighborhood. Yes, so we yes. Had the Verde and, and Russell scarves, and yeah. you know we rooted for our neighborhood, and um, but but it still wasn't as inviting mm. as Luca mm. Mm. because I feel it. Everywhere here, mm. not just yeah. one one fruit and vodka place, no. or one and, and restaurant. I, th- I think Luca it may be a little more open because there are so many expats here that they've opened their their arms to everybody. Mm. And I think Italians generally are a little leery of you know non Italian citizens mm. coming in. And I think Luke has gotten over that. Yes. More so than a lot of other neighborhoods. It's a good point, that's actually, yeah. Uh, that they, they, you know, especially during COVID, they want the business. They mm, want yeah. people mm, coming in. Mm. And they treat you like that. Yeah. And that's really nice. Mm. That, that really helps. Because it's not just the English speaking, like the, um, from the UK, America and Australia. You've got lots of Europeans here as well, mm-hmm. haven't you? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's a real melting pot, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. it's so funny because we we walk down our little street and Etta's bookshop. Oh, I love Etta's book. Ju- Julia, 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 Julia. Yes, yes. Yeah. And she, um, when we walked in, and she realized she uh, understood we were authors. Bring me, I want you to sign it. And, oh, and when we walk by, we're always waving That's to right. her, and our book is right in the front because oh. um, she puts uh, the uh, any authors that live in Luca. Uh, right in the front. So I didn't realize she did that. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we're we're right in the middle of two other authors. And, oh wow! And it's just it's people like that. We we see yeah. her um, walking the streets, and yeah. she waves. She knows who we are. We know who she is, yeah. even though we're not. 
you know, friend friends. I mean, we we. But the treaty was the treaty was locals, don't ab- they? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to. Think, it's been one of. The, I think it is my favourite little street. It's K. Is it Kezo Baletti or Balotti? Because you've got the shop. The chocolate shop as well, haven't you? Yes. And you've yes, got yes. the lovely artist shop where she does those lovely paintings. Yes. There's just it, it, there's it, a nice little clothing store. I've yet to get in there. Yes. Um, yeah. But yes. Yes. And they always have flags. Yep. or There's lavender in little baskets along yeah. along yeah. the. And at Christmas, the Christmas, it's Christmas oh, stuff. Oh, I have to see well, that. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, yeah. we're going to be back in Phoenix this Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But next Christmas, nah, yeah. I think we're going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. It, um, Chris, well, it is. It is very different here than in the UK. I, f- I think I flew. Was it last year? No, but the year before, because it was COVID last year, wasn't it? The year before, I think I flew home on either. I think it was Christmas Eve. I flew home. Oh. And it doesn't start. I don't know if it's like in America, but in the UK, it starts too fat. Well, the commercialism starts way too early. I love Christmas oh, yes. itself and New Year because it's the family thing. But the commercialism, the oh, it's, it drives you mental. Uh, but it just starts about a week before on Christmas Eve here. It's more important Christmas Eve than Christmas Day, it seems. Mm-hmm. And everybody's out and in the finery, and all the children are up late, and everybody's really excited. Yeah. I think I'm, I don't think I don't think I don't think I'm mistaken. I think the night open presents or some presents on Christmas Eve. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, my Italian family they, they yeah. exchange presents on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's very different. But everybody's walking about down Via Filongo and everywhere, and everybody's in the finery, and everybody's oh, you know that extra. Yes. You yep. know that extra thing. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It is. It's special. That's what? something you definitely don't find in America. No, no, no. It reminds me of that old film with, um, was it with Jimmy Stewart, that, when it was Christmas. It's a wonderful oh, life. Yeah, when everybody's being like that, and it's, yes. it's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> that I can't wait to experience. Yes. And everybody's buying up um, all the, the, you know how they do, you're just going for, you're just going for four or five chocolates, and they oh. wrap it up as if you'd spent about 50 pounds, don't yeah. you? And everybody's buying, you know, going to the, um, gelaterias and the pasticcherias and the chocolate mm-hmm. shops and everybody's walking around with all these boxes, you know, and it's beautiful, yep. absolutely yes. gorgeous, yes. all ready for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So that's something you'll have to experience. So, quick fire questions. Do you have a favourite Italian word or phrase? You can have a few, it doesn't matter. Okay. One. I do, Gary does not. <laughs> um, my favorite word is allora. 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 You know, and sometimes I'll just walk down the street and allora. And I watch the people looking at her talking to herself, <laughs> saying one word. <laughs> it's just, it, it just rolls off your tongue. It, it means so many things. Yeah. It's great for when you're just pausing and thinking, mm. you know. So, um, yes, I, and our teacher laughs when, when I'm talking and that and I'm oh Laura and I see the smile on her face because she knows it's like a gap word it gives you time to think about what you what you're trying to say but it's also it's sort of thinking right what should I do now or or what next or it's that sort of thing isn't it it's a filler word yeah Yeah. and 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 it sounds beautiful it does sound beautiful doesn't it yeah it does it sounds really lovely Yeah. yeah um so what about your favorite restaurant or restaurants well, you know, it, it, it's hard to pick out. We've been to so many good restaurants. Mm. Um, we like Pasquale's. 
Um, not only because of the food, but Pasquale is a wonderful yeah. man, and he's become somewhat of a friend yes. Yes. Uh, through friends of ours. Mm -hmm. um, if you're looking for something, you know, if, if you don't want typical Italian fare um, or you want pizza, Mara Mio right down, right down the road here in, in um, San Francesco. San Francesco. San Francesco. Uh, Samuel, the the manager, the I think owner. He's the manager, he yeah. is a wonderful guy and a nice guy. Always, I mean, mm. everybody there greets us. Nicely. They have pulled pork sandwiches, and we've in Marameo. Yes, yeah. oh, I didn't and know that. I've only ever been there. They, oh, they have, if you if you like if you like ribs, they actually have yeah, barbecue they have ribs. ribs. Oh. Yeah. Their French fries are to die for. Really? That's, I love them. But they have also very good pizza mm. and very good beer. And Gary happens to, they know Gary because we'll come and we'll sit if we're not having a glass of wine and we decide we want a beer. Um, they look at me, they know media, and they look at Gary and, are you having a liter? <laughs> <laughs> So Gary, they all know him, but he, he'll drink a liter. Yeah, they asked me if I was okay two weeks ago, and I said, no, I'm just a media. Oh. They, they kind they, of... They're like, oh, are you okay? Yes, are you not feeling very well? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the things you just mentioned, really, pizza and pulled pork sandwich and french fries. They sound, it sounds like um, a fast food but it's oh, not, oh no, because gosh, it's not, no. it, yes. but to somebody listening, they would think it would be sort of cheap, fast, and it's no, not. No, no, it's, 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 it's not a McDonald's, no, it's, it's not a Burger King, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. The food it's is home cooked, it's home cooked. It is. And yet their pizza is very, very good too. Yes. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll just go there for pizza also. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, for an aperitivo, after dinner, drink, whatever, we love Vinokia. Uh, that would yeah. be hands down where I would go. Their uh, charcuterie board is amazing. Um, that their Nicola is a mixologist. mixologist, and so if I go there and I'm like my tummy is a little, he's like, okay, I'll make you something with ginger, and he, and he the things he comes up with. Um, he's an enterprising young man. And he is actually in a um, contest right now. Yes. He's oh. a semi-finalist, and so wow. we can't wait to find out. But uh, uh, just a young couple that started this, took over this business right before COVID hit. Oh. And, and they have persevered, and they have done well. And um, the, the two of them worked it. They, um, her mother, Rebecca's mom, does a lot of the cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, but and the they, two of them work six work. days a week. Yeah. They've um, made it work. Yeah. I didn't um, catch the, what you what you said it was called. That Vinarkia. How do you spell that? V i n a r k i a. K a a. Yeah. Vinarkia. And, and it's, it's right, right on Via Belungo. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the address is one eighty nine, something like that. Um, right by Ypres Soap. Yep. Right oh right yes, I know where you mean. Down at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just uh, a great place for after-dinner drink, regular cocktail, or, like I said, their charcuterie board. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I'll, I'll check that one out. I haven't... Yes, very, very good. They yeah, we, great we've often story. said to them, why aren't you open on Mondays? Mm. You need to open, because they're closed on Mondays. You need to open on Mondays, because Bar Soleil closes at 6. <laughs> 
Oh, we'll have yeah. a whole bunch of people come with, you know. Yeah. So but, they're, they're working on it. They're yeah. working on it. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there, there are plenty of places, of, of places we've tried for cocktails or, yes. mm-hmm. you know, a drink or whatever. And I think it's the special treatment that they give us that keeps us yeah. oh, definitely Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. 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 And they get pleasure out of it, don't they? We, Nicole has got a great sense of humor. He does. Of course, he roots for the wrong football team, but that's beside <laughs> the point. And him and I go at it no, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> him and I go at it all the time. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it, I feel almost like they're, they're, they're my kids. Oh. They're family. Mm. Oh, they lovely. really are, yeah. That really is lovely. Yeah. yeah. And what about a pasticceria? You know, we haven't um, really found a favorite yet. No, we're still searching on okay. that one. Yeah. Mm. Still searching on that one. And having a ball searching. Yes. I was going to say, oh, I mean, you're not stuck for places to search, no. are you? No, not no. at all. No. no, not at all. And what about gelateria? Momos. Definitely momos. Okay. That's, that's Not just because it's, you know, down across, <laughs> not, not far from here. Yeah. I, I generally they, like the yeah. quality of their beer. Yeah. And have you ever had the buccellata bread? Okay, so that's a Lucas specialty. It is. Momo's has buccellata gelato. Well, I tried it when I was here last time in July for the first time. It's gorgeous, isn't it? It is amazing. (laughs) I know. know. You can taste the like the aniseedy in this. It's it's when I see that out, it's it's my favorite. Except for the texture, it's it's a no. It's the bread. I mean, it's the same. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and they are also one of the few that actually do mint, mint death. Oh. So I love, um, um, the, you know, the green mint. Yes, uh, yeah. Chocolate chip mint, yes, so yes, to speak. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. They're one of the few that do it, and it is out of this world. Yeah. Is it so, really? Yeah, I love it. I haven't it. tried that one. I'll have to get yeah. that one a go as well. Tastes like a Girl Scout uh, chocolate mint cookie. Does it really? <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, that sounds gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, because they're open, the gelaterias in the summer, I mean, they're open while... Oh, late. late 11 o'clock, 12 yeah. o'clock, aren't they? When I arrived on Saturday, I had, I unfortunately I could only get a late flight, so I didn't get here um, in Luca till 11 o'clock at night. And um, as soon as I got to the apartment and threw my things down, the first thing I did was sped out and went to, <laughs> went, went to get the, the nurse gelateria. I got there at quarter to 12 just before they closed, so yeah. I could have a, a gelato. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to have a gelato. We, Absolutely. Uh, we have a budget that we keep. Okay. And gelato is one of the budget categories. <laughs> it has its own category. <laughs> its own line item, I yes, should yes, say. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to. It doesn't come in under, under a heading. No, 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 no. no, no. It has it's under its own heading. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But it's, 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 a, it's a real, um, what's the word? Not speciality. What's, I can't think what I'm trying to think of. Um, you know, when you like sort of... Um, um, you get that way that you, you, you um, like a connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to be a connoisseur, don't you, of, yes. of, of gelato because it is. Well, I used to consume a little too much of it. I now mm-hmm. have to like behave myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. I always do. The first few days I'm here, I tend to, yeah, t- tend to go for it. Oh yeah. And then when I've been here a few days, it it, it does yeah. it eases off then. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Right. I've been known to have two in a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can walk and top that. <laughs> oh, don't you? <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm ashamed to say. Yeah, I can, yeah. 
So, recommendations. If somebody was going to come to Luca just for the day. Uh, well, we had we just had a couple of visitors, uh, friends oh. from the states, and uh, so the first thing we always ask them is if they want to walk or bicycle the wall. Yeah, you know, and that's always um, because it's so unique. Yes, uh, the path is wide. It's covered with trees. It's um, it's really a nice shady just, retreat in the summer. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and there's always a breeze going yeah, through. There is. So. And the views from the top of, of uh, some villas and the botanical gardens. Mm. And it's just charming. And I think if you cycle, it's very hot. If you cycle, you have a breeze. If you walk, you can. it can be too much sometimes. Yeah. But if you cycle around yes. it and the breeze, it's, yeah. yeah, and you're still getting the exercise, aren't yeah. you? Uh, from there, we usually take them to the Duomo yes. uh, if they don't want to go in that, but just to see the Duomo and uh, San Martino, San Martino, yeah. see, and then we'll walk to um, show them uh, Piazza Napoleon and the Carousel, yeah, and then go to San Michele, yeah, uh, because that piazza is very large, yes. Um, we'll stop at our favorite place there and usually get the bucciolat, the bread, so they can taste it. Is that Taducci? It. Um, Is it Taducci where you get that from? I yes. think yes. Yes. And right behind San Michele, <clears throat> uh, next to the Farmacia. Yeah. So nope. behind it, yes. Yeah. Um, then we usually take them up via Falungo because that <clears throat> is such a unique uh, street with the cobblestones. Stop at the Amphitheatro. Yes. Um, enjoy that whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, walk and show them Guinigi Tower yes. because that's very unique, also. And then usually we wind up uh, this way at the Fosso. Yes. Because they don't know what a Fosso is. Yes. <laughs> and that's the, the waterway that's right in front of our street. Yes. Um, it's quite unique in itself, it isn't is. it? Yes. It is. And to. To know that the water comes from, you know, a uh, river that's far from here, yeah. but it comes down. And then we actually use the fountain yeah. at the end mm. in uh, Piazza San Francesco Let's go, there. Yes, yeah. And we fill our water bottles there. You are Italian, aren't you? Yes, You're real. Yeah, that's yes. what all the locals do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It comes yes. down from the aqueduct, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. And I so go out there with my six bottles and my wine holder yeah. and fill them up and bring them back home. Yeah. Well, I had um, one of the other ladies, Vanessa, that I um, interviewed for Series 1. She'd really looked into the water, um, parts per million, no particles. And the city water is 250. Brita water, you know, so our filtered water, the mm -hmm. filtered, yeah, is 160. And the fountain is 40. That's how, that's how fresh it is. Her husband's a barista. Yeah. And so water, as you know, for the coffee, that's oh, the most sure, important yes. thing. So the fountain, that's why they get it. For the, so it's the most pure water. Interesting. In the yeah. Well, I, I knew it tasted better. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm not upset with the, with the, the faucet water either. No. I mean, I, I yeah. have worse. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, yeah, the, the first time that's we went and got it, the first time we filled the bottle and brought it back, yeah. I could tell the difference, and, yeah. and it was... Well, the restaurants go and fill them up as well, don't yes. they? So you know when you yes. go in a restaurant and you're getting what, what's classed as tap water, it's not actually yes. out of the tap, it's out of the fountain. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as Luca wants to give it up for free, I'll take it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Can you imagine? I know. That would never happen in the States. They'd be charging somehow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There'd be a meter on there. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, that's seven liters. That's a dollar a liter. That's seven dollars. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's. I'm finding a lot of things different. A a, a lot of different. Mm. Um, I'm pleasantly so. Yes, the medical profession. There, you know, you're not going to see doctors at the golf course every Wednesday driving big cars. No. Here in in Italy, in Italy in general. Yeah. Um, I don't think there are very many millionaire doctors that, that you know, and it, it's just, I mean, the way Italy does it, yes, it's socialized medicine, and I never, never thought I would, mm. you know, be happy to be with socialized medicine, mm. but I'm in. Yeah, but the thing about it is, they, they also, they've got, you've got your traditional medicine, but they also embrace complementary medicine as well. So they're happy to combine the both, aren't they? And Holistic and yeah, yes. exactly. Well, yes. the, the thing that and, and a friend of ours, Jim, uh, he she had a surgery done uh, in the states just before we we left. Um, it was something on the back of her eye wow. that they had to go in and take out. Oh, um, because she didn't have Medicare like I have. Um, she we had a catastrophic policy for her, just God forbid something big went wrong, mm. we're a $25,000 deductible. So mm-hmm. she paid, we paid $4,000 out of pocket. Over 4000 And Jim had, you talk about coincidences, he had the same surgery done here in Italy, mm. and I think he said he paid $50? I think so. Because he didn't get a referral from Dr. Marathi to see the eye doctor. No. So because there was no referral, he had to pay a fee. Yeah. So same, same operation. Same operation. <gasps> um, wow. 4000 for me and 50, 50 euro for him. And I don't, I'm not even sure if it was 50 but It might have been 20 yeah, yeah. or whatever. And they're so professional, aren't they? And they're so attention to detail. And yeah. I mean, it's like the pharmacies here as well. They have um, the, 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 the Dottore. They, they, they've also got um, um, an element of medical training. Yes. yes. So when I had um, I had an accident on my bike, uh, not a bad one, um, but I, I, I damaged all my, you can see the scar, damaged all my hand. So it was all split open. So I went to the pharmacy and you go in the back and it's all sterilised and he cleaned it all up and he put the sterile strips on and put a cover and said come back you know and he didn't charge me for doing that no. he only charged me for the you know the sterile strips yeah. and the plasters and you know yeah. the, the stuff he had to use no they're, they're truly here to help yeah yeah not to overcharge you exactly and i mean i mean it's it's we are part of uh, the medical system here now uh the one thing that italy was very nice mm. and did for us is because I'm over 65, my sanitaria is free. Ah, because you're an Italian citizen. Because I'm an Italian citizen. Yeah, and so is mine. And so is hers. Wow. So I got, I got mine also. That's excellent, isn't yeah. it? Wow. But they we haven't used it yet, thank no. goodness. It's no, okay. you, don't want, you don't want to have to. <laughs> no, no. I haven't even met my doctor yet, Dr. Marathi. And I went and picked up a referral from his office today. For an eye doctor, because I, I need cataract surgery. Yeah. Um, I haven't even met him yet, and he had my referral there for me. Wow. <laughs> we picked it up today. Wow. So, I mean, in America, it would be, you have to come in for a consultation, then you have to come in and have him look at it, then you have to have the surgery, mm-hmm. and then, you know, seven 
seven follow-ups and I know, it's oh yeah, by crazy. the way, that's you know that's four thousand dollars. Yeah, well, it's justifying the fee, isn't it? And it's just taking all the necessary time. I mean, in the UK at the moment, it's dreadful. You can to try and get a face-to-face appointment with a doctor, the GP is it's really, dr- really. Oh. oh, it's it, it, it's frightening. Absolutely, everything's by phone. It's like a triage, and it's by phone, and it's only if it's absolutely. Really, really, really necessary. Is that because of COVID, or is that it, how it, it's it, always? No, it's it's COVID that's done it. Oh, yeah, okay. it's COVID. That, but you can go to your optician face to face. You know, you can go to your dentist face to face. And you're more face to face with him. Exactly, but you can't go to your GP face to face unless it's something that's you know really, really. So, say you needed something to look down your ear, you know. But I mean, at the beginning of COVID, they, you had your iPad, and they were, yeah. But but now. Even now, it's, you know, sort of things are easy enough. It's all phone. And they can't give you an, an, an exact time. And you can't just sit in all day waiting for them. So you could be on a bus. You could be at work. Yeah. You could be anywhere. You know, you're trying to find a, a space. To, oh, it's a dreadful, you know. They'd be mortified here, the doctors, if they realised how it was in the U- yes. UK and the USA. Yes. Yeah. Well, they probably do know, but, yeah. So... Yes, so what about if somebody was coming to stay here for, say, a week? Well, I think we would do the same. Yes. But then I would tell them to climb the Guineji Tower. <laughs> <laughs> to climb the Bell Tower of the Duomo. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, we were up in the Guineji, and it, it's... I it was amazing. Yeah. I you ever been up there? I have. It's I, was, I keep saying I go up again. And actually, the steps are not... Brutal at all. No. I mean, we we went up in Bologna, the one of the, the those towers, and it, that was that was a killer because yeah. they're small steps. They and are like they? creaky, and yeah, they've got well, two very tall. Guineji Tower are very very nice. We've climbed the Duomo in Florence. We've climbed the Duomo in Milan. Yeah, and yeah, but other I, than I think that Guineji was. <laughs> Uh, Palazzo Fanner, yes. we found uh, to be so interesting, but so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then Puccini, obviously, you have to, mm. you have to go, go enjoy. I mean, he's from Lucca, and, and so the museum is, I think, very well mm. done, mm. and uh, mm. that was very, very nice. And, and I would tell people to go get lost. Yes. Yeah. Just yes. walk get the lost. back streets. Yeah. Um, I, we, the first time we came to Italy, we were big followers of Rick Steves. And I still, the one thing he always said is, you know, take the back streets. Mm. Get lost. Get lost. Mm. And it's so true. You see so many things. You, you know, we found taking the, taking the back streets in, in Florence, we found the old wine windows. Oh. That they used there in the plague. And uh, yeah. we found one here in Luca too. There's have you one really? here in Luca? Oh, you have to show me that. Oh, it's it's right down the side of. Um, you, you did it on your blog. You did it on your blog, didn't you? Yes. I did. You did. I remember when you said that. I've forgotten. And I thought, oh no, that was that small one, wasn't that? That's, yes. But I'd it, like you to take me to see it for. It's. Um, I love to take you. Thank you. It's just. Um, yeah, you, I couldn't I, believe I found one. You know, <laughs> there's so many things you can tell people to do. So many interesting things. 
But I think the best thing you could you could tell them is get lost. Get lost, yeah. And take I don't mean that. that no, no, you know, no, you that, don't. Yeah. 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 Take, take the side streets and just yeah. look at where you are and yeah. take it all in. It's like if you just look at doors and you look at windows. Oh, that's my passion. You, you, the, the, the fascinating when you look at them. And if you look at some, you know, sort of the, the locks on them. Yes. They're ginormous, yes. aren't they? Do you know what I like doing? I, like, I haven't been through all of them yet, and I don't know if you have. I like walking through the little passages in the walls to get from inside to outside because they're absolutely fascinating and each one seems to be different. Yes. And if you're inside, I mean, they lit up, aren't they? You know, and if, if you're inside and you look around, there's so many different things to see. Yeah. It's, 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 you can literally get lost yes. and, and let your mind wander. I, I always, uh, even via Falungo, yeah. I wonder who drove down this <laughs> on a horse or horse and carriage. <laughs> you know, you know the history of the city. Yeah. You know, these people were traveling these roads every day. Mm. Mm. And it's amazing. Mm. It is totally amazing. Mm. And we did that in Verona. We did that in mm. Rome. We did that. In, and, and the other thing is, don't be afraid to walk the back streets. No. They're a lot safer safe. than people so think. So safe. Yes. So safe, yeah. Did you know that Piazza Napoleone used to be a car park? No. Yeah, there's photographs. I'm trying to remember where I've seen them, but there's photographs of the cars parked. So when people came into Luca, they'd park the cars. Oh. Well, I, well, I, I think the know. thing that, that, that struck me about that is Napoleon's sister had a church ripped down. It was in... Piazza Napoleon. I didn't know that. And she wanted it a more grander view. <laughs> so they ripped As you do. How did the Pope agree to that? <laughs> how do you take down a church? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how she got away with that. Well, isn't this fascinating? Because we've been coming back with some forms. I know you're here permanently. This, oh, this is just, it just demonstrates that no matter how much time you spend here, You'll always learn something oh, yes. new when you talk. Every day. Oh, yes. Every day. There's always, you'll yeah. never know Luca fully, no. will you? You, no. You'll know how to get from A to B, you know, but you'll, you'll, there's many hidden stories yeah. in these walls. It's, the, yeah. the city intrigues me. It really does. And um, yeah, I, I love learning something new every day. Mm. And just walking the streets, mm. I, I see things mm. and learn things. It's, yeah, mm. it's wonderful. Mm. Well, I mean, I think we've covered most things. I mean, I was going to say, is there anything else you want to tell me? But I think we've, we've, we've done that in between the conversation. Yes, yes. We've, we, you know, we've, we've picked up on lots of things, haven't we? Yes. yes. Yeah, but it, it's been an absolute, it really has genuinely been an absolute joy talking oh, to you both. Oh, and, and we feel For the us. same. Yes, definitely. It, 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 it is, it is. So thank you. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Eileen. No, it's been no, wonderful. Thank you. Thanks so much. Well, that was an absolute joy. What a great start to series two. Why do I feel, though, that we only just scraped the surface? Over the last few years, Eileen, Gary and I have become very good friends. Eileen and I have enjoyed cycling along the river, and I became an honorary American for the day when they both invited me to their 4th of July celebrations. It was great fun, eating hot dogs and drinking soda on their terrace, watching the sun go down. It was a really special day. So if you are interested in finding out more about Eileen and Gary's Italian adventures, their books are available through Amazon. And if you are in Luca, you can buy both books at Etta's Bookshop. 
You can find Eileen and Gary's recommendations and contact details in the episode notes. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would be ever so grateful if you could visit the Kofi Supporter webpage, ko-fi-life-in-luca, and donate the equivalent of a gelato or two, as this helps me to produce further episodes. You could also hit the subscribe or follow button now on your usual podcast app, so that each new episode will appear as if by magic in your podcast library. And if you've a little time to spare, please do leave a review. During the months that I'm in Luca, I post photographs of my adventures and the people I meet. If that is of interest to you, you can follow me on Instagram at Andreas underscore life underscore in underscore Luca. Thanks very much for listening and your continued support. If you have any questions or if you are in Luca, do email me at lifeinluca at hotmail.com and we can perhaps meet up for a coffee chat or a walk on the walls. A presto.